Hi, it's Leon Dolan, and my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical, is out now and available everywhere. People Magazine chose it as an April pick of the month, one of the best this week, a hopeful take on commitment, they said, and an innovative story about marriage. Mmm, sounds juicy. The Marriage Sabbatical, out now, available everywhere. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. What's a Satellite Sister? The person you call when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. The person that gets you up, gets you going, and gets you through. And every once in a while, changes your mind. This podcast is part pep talk, part weekly check-in. Like grabbing coffee with a friend. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Satellite Sisterhood. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Leanne Dolan here in Pasadena, California. I'm a writer and producer and sisters. Happy World Pasta Day. Oh, oh celebrate. Yay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's Sounds like it. a good one. As we go around the horn uh, with our intros, tell me your top pasta shape, Liz. Okay. Um, well, I would have to say, is it cheating if I say ravioli? Because you can't really have a ravioli without a filling. So it's a double whammy. But I just love a delicious, uh, a delicious ravioli. Yeah, that's what <laughs> that's what I'm going with. Um, I'm in Santa Monica. I'm the middle sister. Yeah, ravioli. That's it, Julie. Okay, Liz, I'm proud of you. Good answer. This is Julie Dolan. I'm the oldest sister and I'm in Dallas, Texas. And I would have to say it's bucatini for me, which is like a thick spaghetti. It's perfect for any kind of sauce. Yes. It's very big in Brooklyn. That's where I first started eating bucatini. Okay. Okay. I'll just pass that on too. Yeah. All right. I enjoy a fusilli. I would say that's our top pasta shape here. The whole sauce really well. You can even make like a mac and cheese out of it. It just cheers me up when I see a bag of fusilli in my in my pantry. So fusilli for me on World's Pasta Day. Okay, well, I have one quick update before we start. Uh, those of you not in California might be worried about how we did yesterday in the combo bomb, cyclone and atmospheric river. I think we all survived, right, Leanne? You we know, did. A lot of rain. We needed you know, it. Loved it. A lot it. of rain. I just want to say, like, when you know the big rainstorm is coming, your number one worry is how am I going to get my Southern California dog to go out and walk in the rain? Because they don't do that. And then the other <laughs> thing is funny. <laughs> then the other thing that happened is my dog walker, who's always on standby, he called to just preemptively cancel because oh. he arrives on a bicycle. So that's he was not going to do that in the bomb cyclone either. So there you go. They're just just dog walking slash rainstorm. It's a lot here to handle. Okay. You made it though. You got the dog out, Liz. Yeah, I did. I did. Got the dog out. Yep. Yep. Good work. Good work. Have some ravioli, Liz. (laughs) All right. Today on the show, we're going to tell you a little bit about She Podcast. That's the conference that Liz and I were the keynote speakers at um, last week. And Julie, we dug up a an old Satellite Sisters marketing document from the early 2000s. Wow. Wow, wowed the crowd with that material. So mm-hmm. we're going to tell you a little bit about that. Liz, I'm always happy when you pitch a bitter business bureau. Mm-hmm. Tell us what's happening this week. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to force us to learn too many new things, Leanne, I think. <laughs> even though even though we try to stay on top of technology, we might be going a bridge too far now. I'll explain. All right, Julie, you've discovered uh, the secret to um, the divides in this country. So that's yep. great. You're going to yep, pass that. We, I am. We're going to heal the country right here on Satellite Sisters. A few. <laughs> Thank goodness. 
We also have a, yes, an entertaining sisters update. And uh, Liz, of course, will be here with her cooking with Liz recap. I do want to mention it's rare, but for the first time in a while, we have a live studio audience because <laughs> my friend Liz from high school is on the couch behind me as I record Yay, this. Welcome, Liz. <laughs> welcome aboard, Liz. <laughs> No talking, Liz. Right? Yeah, no, she doesn't. No talking. Uh, but longtime listeners, and you would really have to be a longtime listener, may remember when we spoke to Liz on our first season of Satellite Sisters in 2000 uh, from her home on Martha's Vineyard, where she oh. was recording the episode Under the Bed. Remember that? Because she had to get away oh. from her kids. Yes, that was a good one. I had was... forgotten about that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You are an OG Satellite Sister. Yeah, these are those were the days when we could only invite our friends on the show because no one else would come on the show. So anyway, it's good to have a live studio audience here. She's visiting for the great state of Massachusetts. Um, okay, you guys, after she podcast, I went to Sedona. All right. Have you ever been to Sedona, no, Liz or no, Julie? No. Okay. It is spectacularly beautiful. This is the spot in Northern Arizona. It's kind of halfway between Scottsdale and the Grand Canyon. Uh, in, and it's all these beautiful red rock outcroppings. And it is really a special mystical place. I can understand 100% why 3 million visitors show up there every year just to sort of soak in these ancient red rocks. There's um, supposed to be a, a vortex there. Like that there's actual like a magical, mythical, mm -hmm. spiritual vortex of energy, a place of great healing. And mm -hmm. in the Sedona area, there are four specific vortexes where if you hike or make the journey to that vortex, you're supposed to have clarity and new energy and, and wisdom and things like that. And, you know, I'm open to stuff like that. Why, I mean, why not? not? Why not? As long as you're there. What do we got to vortex? Except for, except for the hiking part, <laughs> right? Julie, exactly. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. So I was there for a meeting, a board meeting for the nonprofit I'm on, uh, and it was postponed for two years. So that's why normally we wouldn't have traveled to an exotic place, but two years ago, it seemed like a good idea. So I, we had a free morning and I had been reading the donut and things to do. And I saw this combination yoga hike, several or companies would organize a guided hike and a yoga class for you to, you know, you'd hike for a while, you'd be on top of a red rock on a plateau, you would do an hour long yoga class and you'd come down. All right. That now that's nice. right up my alley, right? Yeah, because yeah. the, I like yoga and uh, I thought I could put up with a hike if I got the reward of a great yoga class with an incredible view of these red rocks. Um, so I secured our yoga hike. I invited three other people. I invited anyone who wanted to come. Three other people took me up on the yoga hike at our meeting. So we meet our guide, we meet our guide, and this is it. Please explain to me, hikers, why this happens. Like, I know you hike, so you're not interested in how long things take or how many miles there are or elevation gain. So our teacher said, our guide said, oh, it's either you can take a 10 minute hike or a 25 minute hike. And then we do the class. Now we had um, a range of ages, uh, but everyone was gung ho, but some of the women were in their seventies, but we wanted, we thought, well, 25 minutes one way. That's good. That's about an hour of hiking and an hour of yoga. That's what we wanted. 10 minutes didn't seem long enough. You guys, an <laughs> hour and a half later. Oh. <gasps> 
appreciate. Why? Yeah. Why does well, this always happen to you, Leah? Why does this always uh, happen to me, Liz? Was it el- was it elevation? She what? Did you have to she like scramble didn't... up a rock or something? I or... mean, we had switchbacks. There was elevation oh. gain. She just had totally blown the distance. It was nearly a three mile hike up. Oh, Leanne, see, that's not fair. That's not that's right. That's not right. <laughs> that's not right. No, I mean, uh, most hikers, Leanne, want to know exactly how, you know, how know. far they're going to hike, what the elevation is, what the terrain is. You you don't start out. That's terrible. Leanne. It was not good. I was not that's feeling so the vortex. Sorry. Believe me, I was not feeling the vortex. <laughs> I I was feeling a vortex, but not the vortex by the time we reached the top. And I felt super responsible because the women I had said, no, I've been assured it's like an hour walk and, an, you know, up and down an hour yoga class. I and Julie, all I kept thinking was there's an app for this girl, because yeah, like you right. told us about Bell's app. I was like. <laughs> It just, she was new to the area. I was like, none oh, of that's oh. an excuse. <laughs> no, I, uh, and you know, it's, I was concerned. I mean, we had, Did we you had to stop and question the tour guide. Like, like how much farther do we have to go? Believe or- me. But yes. Like every, I mean, we stopped and questioned her at the beginning. I said, well, when you say 25 minutes, what does that mean? Like, I was yeah, like, let's land. be clear. I mean, cause I've already fallen into this trap where hikers will go, <laughs> Oh, it's five miles. And 15 miles later, you're like, <laughs> not five miles. Okay. And people wonder why I don't enjoy hiking. I had hired a guy. So we got to the top and I t- we did our yoga class and about halfway through, like I finally felt everybody in the group relax because we were doing the yoga and it was a spectacular day and it's this unbelievable view. And But all we needed was the information to make the correct decision. You right, know, right. you need that information. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the information like, is gettable. It's not yes. like it's unknowable. No, right. it's a hundred percent knowable. Exactly. That's it. I don't take a step, Liam, without the right information. I, I just, you know, that's why I hired the guide. I was like, I could have half-assed this. I mean, if this was what we were doing, I could have figured this out. So I have to say, I did go back to the. I took a couple days, deep breathing, did go back to the tour person who's booked it, and I said, listen that was not safe not basically cool. Right. and not cool. So we did get a refund, which made us Good. feel better. But, um, but I didn't react immediately because I thought that will not be uh, in the vortex, in the spirit of the vortex. Right. <laughs> but that's right. it. I mean, once again, I tried with my open heart to hike and I was, <laughs> I was, I, I tried, sorry. I tried hikers. I just can't, but yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> namaste people. Namaste. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to be able to recommend it highly on the show. And I'm like, no, can do, cannot do that. Okay. But I can recommend Sedona. It's a beautiful place. Stop in, stop by. It's gorgeous. Okay. Get it. Don't take a step without a no. That's it. Literally well, never again, Julie. Okay. Never again. <laughs> well, well, while you two were in Arizona, I was here on the home front And I I just have to share that I took a big step this week for my own personal privacy. And I wanted to share that with you. Uh, You know, this time of year, um, this is when I start sort of pre-gaming for Thanksgiving. It's coming up. And um, Liz, I'm looking for my utensils. Do I have have a turkey baster? And every year... Um, I look to see if I have a meat thermometer because you really do need a meat thermometer when you're roasting a turkey. I think uh, that's yeah, that's yeah. my humble opinion. And so I have a collection of meat thermometers in my cabinet. 
but I, but I don't feel like any of them are really functional. It's kind yeah. of so, so every year it seems like I buy a meat thermometer. Okay. Sort of like when you were, we were younger, we were going to school and you'd buy that protractor every year with your back to school supplies, right? <laughs> Never used yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. That's what it is. The meat thermometer. So unlike you, Liz, I don't get on the horn. I don't get on the blower and, uh, and just order it up. I went, I went to a store. Remember those? And Ooh. At the store, there was a wide, it was a cooking store. There was a wide selection of meat thermometers and um, the store um, personnel, um, the, the clerk was helping me sort of pick, uh, you know, describe each one. And one of them has a whole app. Like he said, oh, this is the newest, the latest, the best. You get an app on your phone and then you can, this is how you can manage to um, the, the temperature of your meats and your roasts um, with an app. And mm-hmm. you know what I said? I said, no. Okay. You know what? <laughs> I said, I just don't want the Google to know right. whether or not I've like, you know, undercooked my roast or <laughs> I've undercooked my turkey. You know, uh-huh. I just, it's like, I don't want a nap. I, my oven is my oven. Okay. Yes. I want to know. Private space, private space. Yes, it is. Pri- <laughs> it's, it's like the re- my refrigerator. I don't want a nap on my refrigerator. I, because that you, you are just giving all of that information to somebody. Yeah. Okay. And that's you're afraid, the- you're afraid someone's going to hack into your turkey. <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny Liz pretty funny but yes that's it that's it I I just I if this is a bridge too far you know uh-huh. uh, you know we have a lot of power outages what if your app goes down you know you're gonna you're gonna burn your roast okay that's it okay can't have that no you're right <laughs> okay that, uh, but it just I mean I know you can have an app and maybe people prefer that but I just decided no this is one where I'm going to unplug. I just got one with the battery. I'm going to be able to, you know, again, uh, take a temperature of my roasted turkey and that's it. But it seems simple enough. Okay. I think that's good, Joel. Everybody needs to know where the line is for them. You found your line. Yeah. It's the, it's the turkey app. Yes. yes. <laughs> I know it seems trivial, but it's not. No, nope. it's big. Nope. It's really nope. big. And everybody should yep. think about how much Mr. Google knows about your refrigerator, your, your washing machine, your, you know, your heating system, your cooling system. Think about it. Okay, Joel. You just, you're a flip phone kind of turkey bird. That's, go back. Maybe you should just go back to a yes, flip phone. In my flip phone school, which we discussed yes. last week. And I know I'm right about that, sister. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. I know you're right, Joel. You're always right. Uh, All right. Um, Coming up on the show, we're going to talk about She Podcasts and a whole bunch of other things. But I just want to remind you, we have a weekly newsletter called Pep Talk. You can sign up at our website, SatelliteSisters.com. We actually have some events coming up and some. I'm doing some uh, virtual events. People have stuff going on. So Pep Talk is the best way to keep in touch. Uh, and um, please sign up. We would love to love to have you. It goes out every Friday in your inbox. I would say most Fridays. It goes out <laughs> most Fridays in your inbox. You know, Leanne, I really enjoy Pep Talk. And here's why. There's always some surprise material in there. Stuff that, you know, that Julie and I don't even know about. That right. It's just, you know, stuff that's going on, stuff that you think listeners and subscribers need to know. So it's like a really delightful surprise every Friday to click open that pep talk and and kind of feel what's pepping you up. So Thanks, I like Liz. it. I recommend I, I like, I actually like writing it a lot. So yeah. it's, it's been a win. 
uh, it's been a pandemic win-win for me to pep talk. So go <laughs> ahead. And if you go over to satellitesisters.com, the sign-up sheet will just pop up right there on the homepage after like two or three seconds. And that's the easiest way to do it. But we have links all over the place for pep talk as well. All right. We would like to thank a couple of sponsors here on Satellite Sisters. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm-hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz. My hair from Pros is getting rave reviews. Leanne, I am not surprised. You have been on that Pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. Do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Lee and Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when my hair's really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you're the boss. I'll take it. (laughs) You tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leans. Okay, and I'm I'm using it. Pros mm-hmm. isn't just better for you; it's also better for the planet, Liz. They're certified B Corp, cruelty free, and the first and only carbon neutral custom beauty brand. So, Pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, Pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E, pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. All right, we're back. And Liz, you and I went on over to the She Podcast Conference in Scottsdale, Arizona. I hadn't left the house in a while, so that was... (laughs) Uh No. I mean, you got all that stuff. I could have packed your bag. You made it, Leon. Yeah. I could have been going to the air purifier conference and I would have been happy. (laughs) (laughs) I know it is nice, isn't it? To finally get out among your people. Yeah. Well, we needed to, to recharge, uh, you know, to reconnect with people and recharge. We've been, you know, doing this now for 20 months in our, in our back bedrooms and things like in our closets. And we we needed to also reach out. So it was really fun. Uh, This was an entire conference started by friends of ours who run She Podcasts, Elsie Escobar and Jessica Kupferman. And they have done an amazing job um, creating a community of female podcasters. And we say that from a point of knowledge because I I met them eight or nine years Mm -hmm. ago at a podcast conference where there was a single panel on women and podcasting. <laughs> there were three of us on the panel, Elsie, me, and Grammar Girl. And there were like eight people in the yeah. audience. And now it was hundreds of female podcasters there and a full range of sponsors with products and programs just for them. So many, you know, great panels and topics. There was a range of ages in the podcasters, Liz. I mean, we're getting older, but podcasters are getting younger. That was nice. That to was see. great to see. Just mm-hmm. a real diversity of races and life experience. And the, the people had podcasts 
podcasts and everything from careers to wellness to, you know, Pez collections, Yep, which (laughs) was amazing. I mean, we had fun, didn't we? We really had fun. For me, it was like a two-day pep talk because it's like you're talking to other people that are excited about being in podcasting and trying new things. And so it's a good reminder to us how lucky we are and how fun this is and that we should try new things even within our show, Leanne. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, You know, exactly, Liz. I mean, I went to the panels on like, um, uh, what did I go into the panel on like using your content in different ways. And I came fired up. I, I spit out like five ideas yesterday in the production <laughs> call. Julie was shocked. <laughs> I didn't know who you were. <laughs> we learned amazing facts. Like lots of people listen to podcasts on YouTube. What? Yes. I yeah. mean, that's nuts. What? Who knew? But lots yeah. of people. Right. If that's new, could you write to us and tell us why and how that would be good? Yeah, no, we'd be interested to know that. Okay, there's that. And then, uh, you know, we just kept learning things. LinkedIn, apparently we've been doing LinkedIn all wrong. So now we're wrong. Oh, yeah, we're going to be on top of the LinkedIn. We went to an amazing panel on a a woman who just decided to podcast every single day from the pandemic and has created something really beautiful and smart about her experience. She was great to talk to. So it was just, uh, it was energizing for us. But we did the keynote, Jewel, on Saturday morning. And um, I know you two can handle it. I've heard it, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. Yeah. But it was a conversation with, not so much a stand up and give a speech. That's what we liked. Mm. Which is good because Liz can't really stand up and give a speech. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> so. I did notice you were sitting down. That was. Yeah. <laughs> And so, but it was, it was fun. So we took up this marketing document that we had written in the early 2000s, because our point to the young podcasters and newer podcasters um, was that you have to actually have a mission and you have to execute that mission in every show, even if it's just excite people about their Pez collection, you know, if that's your mission, that's it. And, you know, we wrote a lot of documents back in the day. And one of the things we've always had at Satellite Sisters was a mission and a mission Mm -hmm. statement. And we felt like no matter what format the show took, if it was a radio show, or even if it was a live performance, it was a, you know, a podcast, if it was a book, if it was a column in O Magazine, that we were still kind of executing that mission. So I thought, Julie, just to refresh your memory, I go over a few of the home truths that we we laid on this audience (laughs) because they were taking notes. But home truth number one, uh, going through life with other people is a better way to go. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right. Uh, Home truth number two, women learn from other women. Mm hmm. Which remember, that was a pretty revolutionary idea back in the Mm -hmm. day, because the normal format was just have a lot of experts on. Yes. And they're going to tell you how to live your life. And our theory was more like, no, you when you have to make a big decision about getting married or having a baby or changing your career, you first you turn to your friends, your satellite sister. So Mm -hmm. this idea that, you know, we had something to teach people, but not from an expert point of view was kind of revolutionary. It was. Um, Here's a big one, which um, what women do think and say should not be dismissed as being less important than the news of the day. Thank you, Liam. Thank you. I feel that one. I, that is to me, the you know, I feel the strongest about that point. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And we were in a news division. So that was pretty radical for us to say that. But like, you know, headline news, it's great to be concerned about that. But 
you know, the decision on, you know, your children who's struggling through a bully in seventh grade, that's every bit as important to you in your day-to-day life and, uh, and should be presented as such, not dismissed as girl talk. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing was in our home truth was everybody needs a satellite sister, the person you turn to when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. Still yes. true. Right. Which Still is why true. we say that in the opening of every show. And it doesn't, <laughs> and doesn't at need the to end be... of the show. We say, call, don't forget to call your satellites. <laughs> yeah. See, we're still on mission, Joel. We're still, <laughs> still got the mission. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a good reminder for us of what we're doing here, why we're doing this, but um, people really enjoyed it. And I like the fact, Julie, you'll appreciate it. Cause this is probably the only aspect of your life where you'll be referred to as an OG. When people heard we started podcasting in 2009, they were like, wow, you're really an OG podcaster. So there you go, Joel, OG podcaster for you. I like it. I like it. Maybe I'll get it on my license plate. That'll be good. Oh, that was funny, actually. That would be would hilarious. Like but it was just a very refreshing, uh, you know, couple of days. The organizers did an amazing job. We met a great group of women podcasters, some of which we were familiar with, but others, new shows that are new to us. So we're going to try to spread the word on their shows and, and um, you know, let you know about that. Uh, we have some recommendations coming up in Entertaining Sisters. But another good reason to subscribe to Pep Talk is we'll be featuring some of those shows in Pep Talk coming up. But and our, our last point was like, you are your own show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like you're the show. So be the show, you know, don't turn it all your power over to guests, you know, don't turn all your power over to somebody else. You're the show. And that I think really resonated with particularly the younger podcasters mm-hmm. who've been, you know, struggling to find their voice, but mm-hmm. it was, it was fantastic. We had a, I'm sure a you week. were fantastic too. Well, it was fun. We were interviewed by Elsie Escobar, one of the founders. So, and she's so great. And she's a big believer in getting lots of independent voices out there. So it was a, it was a great discussion. So yeah, yeah really? Yes. Thanks I to will, everybody at Cheap Podcast. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. I think we, we both felt, felt uplifted by the whole thing. Okay. Now the opposite of that. <laughs> um, is, this is going to be a little mini sort of, um, grammatical episode of the Bitter Business Bureau. Now, I feel like we at Satellite Sisters, we work hard to stay on top of technology. Mm-hmm. We've often talked about how important it is not to age yourself by saying, oh God, I don't know how to do that or I don't know how to do this. So the, and I feel like we've been hanging in as, as best we can. For instance, like, I think I understand blockchain, um, at least the goal of it. Um, and, uh, so I got that going for me. I'm working to stay on top of cryptocurrency, which I know what it is. I just don't understand why it requires mining. I still haven't figured that out. Mm -hmm. Like, what is the deal with that? But anyway, in case you haven't noticed now by all these OG tech guys, now we are being asked to embrace the idea of a metaverse. And I think that could be a bridge too far for me. Um, what is it? What is, what it? is it, Liz? Okay, we're, I'm lost. <laughs> okay, the reason I, I went and actually looked it up is in the news last week was the story that Zuckerberg, you knew he had to be in the middle of this. Uh, Zuckerberg is thinking of changing the, the company name at Facebook because first of all, nobody wants to be Facebook anymore, but also <laughs> he's feeling like their real job is to embrace the metaverse. And I was like... Okay, well, if he's saying it, it's probably not something I want to do. So here's what I did. So I, I looked up, I looked up metaverse. Um, okay, 
The term was coined, this is from the Washington Post, by the way, the term was coined by writer Neil Stevenson in the 1992 dystopian novel Snow Crash. Oh. Already, I'm out, right? <laughs> okay, yep. I think <laughs> the moment, the moment <laughs> I hear the word. You said that D word, yeah, I'm out. Exactly. Yeah. Dystopian? Yeah. That's, isn't that the opposite of pep talk? Yes, yes. yes it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So in the book, the metaverse refers to an immersive digital environment where people interact as avatars. So the prefix meta means beyond and verse refers to the universe. So this is how the tech companies now describe what comes after the internet. So Mm. think of this as an embodied internet that you're inside of rather than looking at. Okay. Oh, wow. How are you feeling about this? Disturbed. Okay. You know, you better like, I mean, you know how I feel about my oven. So I'm certainly (laughs) not going on this. Yeah, Julie, avatars could walk around in cyberspace, similar to how people maneuver in the physical world, allowing users to interact with people on the other side of the planet as if they're in the same room. No, no. I don't know. Can't you just call them? I I just don't. (laughs) Part of me feels like we're just making our lives harder because this requires like wearing VR glasses and all of this stuff. So like I know we as the Satellite Sisters do not have the best reputation when it comes to predicting the future success of certain technologies. Right. I mean, we. I think we've blown most of the major trends in the last 20 years. Yes. (laughs) But I just think metaverse totally a bridge too far. And then the more I thought about it, the more I think it's literally like the opposite of doing a podcast. It's like in, in the metaverse, nothing is real, right? Or these virtual avatars, blah, 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 dystopian, blah, 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 forget it. Whereas podcasts, it's just us. We're just right. real. We're right. just talking to each other. So I think, I don't know. I think I might have to give the metaverse a pass. Uh, I'm just, you know, they haven't really rolled it out yet, but I just wanted to warn you guys, we are going to be asked to understand what the metaverse is and decide if we're in or we're out. So, okay. It's a good heads up, Liz. You've got time. It's just a heads up. Exactly. Just a heads up. (laughs) Oh, that made my head hurt. I guess it's just supposed to be the seamless integration of the virtual world and the actual world. And that's where we're, we're in and out of it without even realizing that we're in and out of yeah. it. Yeah. Why is that, that, that is trouble? You see yeah. that? That is yes. total trouble. Okay. Okay. Don't let them control you. That's what I said. Okay. <laughs> or, or your turkey. Or your turkey. <laughs> or my turkey. Okay. Well, I, I think it's very timely that I bring up this uh, article that I want to talk, that I read this weekend. It was a New York Times opinion piece. And the name of it was, How Can Americans Learn to Live Together Again? And it was written by Trish Harrison Harrison, uh, Warren, and she happens to be an Anglican priest. Um, And she laid out what we all know is that we're a very divided country, um, that uh, she had a statistic from the UVA Center of Politics that 75% of the people who voted for Biden and 78% of the people who voted for Trump believe their political opponents have become a clear and present danger to the American way of life. So that is not good. That is really not good. That's shocking. But what her take is that she really believes that 
we have to learn again how to to love or at least get along and that we need to really develop the cultural habits that allow us to share some common humanity, not not some virtual humanity, Liz, but a common humanity. Mm-hmm. And what she's what she recommends is that quiet daily practices to rebuild social trust are in order. And what she means by that is conversation. She mm-hmm. she is recommending that we what we you know very deliberately engage in casual, trivial, mundane, everyday conversation with our neighbors, with the people that we come in contact with. I mean, some of it is, you know, just as we, you know, we've all been locked down and we have been avoiding people. Right. Uh, right. 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 Yeah, so but, no, no trivial conversation, no conversation of any kind. with Right. That, yeah. I mean, but that, but that we, you know, but we, she makes a point that we are more than the sum of our political or religious beliefs, that we are more than just whatever our lawn sign says we are, you know, that we are multidimensional and that, you know, obviously there's a time and place for deep conversation about politics or spirituality, but the habit of talking and listening to people is really important. And certainly that's what we've been doing here at Satellite Sisters. I mean, we have, we have from the beginning, as you, we were just saying, our mission has been to elevate the importance of everyday conversation, in particular for women. Mm-hmm. And it also made me think about our longtime contributor, uh, Dr. P.M. Forney, who was the author of Choosing Civility and the 25 Rules of Considerate Conduct. And I was looking back at his book, you know, and the first three rules were to pay attention to other people, really, you know, what what is going on in their lives, acknowledge others. Remember how he talked about that? Like, yes, Mm -hmm. you're at the grocery store, really look people in the eyes, thank them for checking you out, thank them for bagging your groceries. And then the third one, think the best about other people. That you know, the you that's know, the- hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board with the first two, yeah. but I admit some people I don't think the best of. Yeah. So it's a good reminder, Julie. It is a good reminder. And that, you know, that you know, he wrote about, you know, just that we are humans and that we have to believe that others are good. And that um, I just thought it dovetails so nicely with this opinion piece because it is about conversation. It makes me think about the three of us and the one of the reasons or the five of us, all the satellite sisters, one of the reasons that we have stayed close for all these years is because we talk to each other. Right. Yeah. And, you know, we pay attention to each other and we talk about, you know, and we don't, you know, we don't always talk about, we don't talk about politics or, you know, spirituality all the time. You know, some of our conversations may be more trivial, more mundane, but they are important too because it keeps the connection. It makes the other person much more multi-dimensional. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Julie, you're right. You're right. <laughs> no, it's no, good. It's it, a good reminder. It's, it's, it's harder a, and harder to uh, assume the best of people or assume that they're coming from a place that if you listened a little bit more, you could understand. I think that is good advice. I think, I think, you know, I think it's just, we should all try it. It really inspired me, you know, and, but it's very similar to what we have been doing. So um, it's part of our mission. So we're off the hook. Okay, good. No, it's part of our mission list. Okay. I know it's true. Yeah. You can lean into it. We all can Mm -hmm. lean into it. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right. 
Julie, I'm going to put this week in pep talk, some links to Dr. Forney's books and okay, things like that yeah. too, as a reminder, because I know for longtime listeners, they, you know, often refer to him in the Facebook group, but for newer listeners, he's going to be a new name. And, um, he was a regular contributor to satellite sisters for a long time. So links always in the show notes. And then this week in pep talk too, lots to can lot to remember there. I'm just actually Googling the 25 rules for considerate conduct. I'm like, well, that was some good stuff, Dr. Forney. <laughs> to learn. So it's good. Let's go back to basics. Time to go back to basics. Maybe, you know, a refresher course is in order for me. So Mm -hmm. uh, I acknowledge that. I acknowledge that. Okay, good. (laughs) All right. Stay with us. We're the Satellite Sisters. Uh, When we come back, we have some entertaining sisters recommendations. But first, we want to thank a couple of sponsors. Liz, summer is coming up and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling there with your your butcher box. What what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in in Bend for a part of the summer, I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what what I'm recommending. Yeah, (laughs) either way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. ButcherBox gives you peace of mind and easy to find high quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. No antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz, right? Because it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is... That's nice. That's nice. Nice to have something familiar there. (laughs) Yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. All right, we are back. And I just want to give people a little bit of a reminder that it's Tucci-tober here at Satellite Sisters, in case you've forgotten, um, on Cooking with Liz. I am celebrating Stanley Tucci, who we all love, uh, every Thursday live in our in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group. So last week I made the simplest dish you can make, which was spaghetti con aglio and olio. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Liz, you did a great job with that pronunciation. Thank and, you. Yeah. Well, our listeners sent in a lot of instructions about how to pronounce those two words. So I tried, but it was, <laughs> it was, it was super delicious. I, you know, Julie, you saw, I, yes. it said cook a whole pound of spaghetti. So I did, even though I live alone. So a pound of spaghetti is a lot of spaghetti, but, uh, but I did like every night for the rest of the week. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, just had a little spaghetti side every oh, night and nice. tested, tested different combos. So it was delicious. Now you were skeptical that it wouldn't really taste like anything. Is that right. it? I, that's I, you know, when I was watching it, I, you know, it's, I, I just wondered whether it would have enough flavor. 
whether mm-hmm. it would just mm-hmm. it would be oily spaghetti. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to like the flavor of garlic. And and each night I tried a different additive. So well, you saw me make it, it had red pepper flakes. Right. Uh, another night I just tried green parsley. Another night I did actually add the cheese, even though Stanley says oh. not allowed, not allowed on this dish. Anyway, the cheese was delicious. So, okay, but that's <laughs> behind me. That was the super easy dish. This week I'm doing the much harder spaghetti alla Nerano. Now, I know I probably didn't pronounce that with the flourish that you would want from me. Um, but the um, this is the spaghetti with fried zucchini that he made on the TV show that people just went crazy for because he loves so much. Do you guys remember that from his yes. TV show? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So I decided like that was the one that was the big hit. So I should try to make that. So it's again, Thursday night live in the Facebook group, 5 p.m. Pacific time. But Okay, there's one thing I've learned since the beginning of cooking with Liz. It is read the recipe in advance, right? Yes. So, yeah. so believe it or not, this morning as I was prepping for the show, I was like, let's take a look at that spaghetti all in Toronto. And like, what, what goes on there? And then I saw these lines, transfer cooled zucchini to a bowl, cover and refrigerate eight hours to overnight. Well, okay. <laughs> I had no idea. I literally had no idea I needed to do that. So, but now I know. So it does mean that live on Thursday, I had promised that people would get to see me fry the zucchini, but that is not to be people. I'm going to have to figure out, uh, I'll do it. Maybe I'll just do a surprise live Wednesday night. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Anyway, Thursday night, spaghetti all in Nerano. But again, I cannot recommend highly enough reading the recipe all the way through before it's time to make it. Liz, that's, that's such an important rule of cooking. Learning, learning, right, Joel? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. But lest you think, well, does that mean that Tucci Tober ends and cooking with Liz ends for 2021? Mm, I don't think so. Got another little plan I was working on this weekend. Uh, Lynn, I want to let you know that I was back channeling to your son, Colin, uh-huh. because last year it was so fun when he invented that cocktail for us, the golden buzz, right? Or no, yes. that was for the party. Yeah. He invented the cocktail for us. And then we had a live holiday wrap party for cooking with Liz. That was fun. Uh, that yeah. was really fun. So the other night, Friday night, I texted him, Hey, Colin, I'm thinking of doing another Facebook live holiday wrap party in December. Would you be up for creating another cocktail and making it for us? Because I didn't want to assume, right? You can't assume. With these- and, I, and I do not like to be in the middle. Of I know. Production to decisions. <laughs> you, have, you have made that so clear. <laughs> yes, I knew that. So, so I texted this off and he immediately responded, yes, I can do that. And then there, were, I saw the three dots, three dots, three dots. I'm like, uh oh, what's coming next? Mm-hmm. Then the mess, the next text said, "I have an idea for a cocktail, but it's very large and requires lots of fire." <laughs> well, that sounds festive. Doesn't that sound festive, Julie? And right, right up your alley, Liz. Because I don't think you've done that on Cooking with Liz. Had the lots of fire. Blaming things. That's good. I like it. And then there was three dots, three dots, three dots. And he said, but I can also do something smaller. But no, I think, what do you think? Should we go for a cocktail that's very large and requires lots of fire? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I'm I'm in. I'm in. 
Anyway, so there will be there will be further announcements about when that holiday wrap party is in December and exactly how much fire you're going to need to um, to fire up uh, in your homes as you make the the drink yourself. So there you go. Something to look forward to at the holidays. That'll be fire. All right. Well, it's time for entertaining sisters. And uh, my recommendation this week is to mark your calendar. Okay. Because we have some big dates coming up at the beginning of December, December 5th and December 12th on the Hallmark channel. Okay. And the reason why is for, I think this is the first time that there are going to be two sisters, Ashley Williams and Kimberly Williams Paisley are going to be starring in not one, but two Hallmark Christmas movies. Okay. This is big time. And I love this because in both movies, they are going to be, there's it's sister swap. The first movie is sister swap, a hometown holiday, and then sister swap Christmas in the city. See, they swap places. You get that? <laughs> I I mean, that's it's a so big nice. concept, but mm-hmm. I, I know. feel like I got it. I got, got it. Got it. You got it. And it's just how, you know, such a perfect use of sisters to swap them. Did you ever think that you'd want to like swap? I, I never felt like we could swap out anything in our lives. <laughs> no, you, no, 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 no. I, I, I think that's off. the beauty of us is we have no desire to swap lives. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, no, nothing personal. I've never looked at your lives and thought I'll take that life. No, I, I, I'm happy with my life. You guys are happy with your lives. Yes. So I know mom used to swap occasionally. I mean, she had the advantage. She had an identical twin sister, Rachel. Right. Right. Yes. So that, so that I think occasionally when she was younger, there was some swapping there or that, you know, if people called her by her sister's name, she just responded to that and didn't make a big deal about it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so we're not able to do that, but we are all able to watch these, the sister swap series that's going to be on Hallmark December 5th and 12th. Okay. Julie, I'm looking at the article now. I mean, it's, they've been, they pitched this idea five years ago. So they have really been working on this yes. idea, the Williams yes. sisters. So good for them. That is going to be great. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Good, good update. Julie, I feel you are super cutting edge when it comes to entertaining sisters, because a few weeks ago, you recommended a TV show I had not even heard of, and it was called The Big Leap. Yes. And and it's on Fox. So I take your recommendation seriously. So that week I watched it on Hulu and. That is such a fun show. I feel like you totally called it. It's now being listed as one of the top new shows of the year. And you were you were on board way early. So yeah, I even in the in the Facebook group, I noticed a lot of our satellite sisters and misters tried it out based on your recommendation. I think there's something for everyone in mm-hmm. the big leap. Yes. So I just I, wanted I, to congratulate you on that call. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. That's very Liam, nice. did you watch it, Liam? You would enjoy it because you're a dancer. Yeah. I totally loved it. Yeah. I did not, I had missed, I had missed it. So when Julie recommended it, I just fired up Hulu and watched a couple of, of shows. Yeah. I think it's got a great pilot. The writing is sharp. It's a little bit edgier than you might think, but it's still very heartfelt. And the really fun way they incorporate the dance and the choreography into the episodes, I think is very clever. 
Yeah. 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 I like it a lot. Yeah. Okay. A winner all the way around. Julie, way to go. Maybe okay. your next career, you could be a TV executive. I mean, Liz, Liz was. I was. Anything about TV. If I could do sister it, anyone swap. could do it. Yeah. Let's sister swap. <laughs> See? Okay. Hey, you know what I learned at, at podcasts, at She Podcasts this what? week? you guys that you can put together Spotify playlists for podcasts. Oh, because you've done it for songs for us. Your music playlists are great for satellite sisters. So I am fired up. So I spent this week putting together a Spotify playlist of all the podcasters that we met at she podcast. So oh, if you're looking fun. for a range of podcasts, uh, there are about 15 shows on the list. Most of them I've had a chance to listen to at least one episode. So I put together a Spotify playlist for She Podcasts, Recommended Podcasts. Uh, that link will be, um, we'll put it in the show notes, Liz. I'll mm -hmm. get it to you. I'll also put it in Sister Log and spread it around on the Facebook page and stuff. But I am excited about that because mm -hmm. I didn't know you could do podcasts. So you have to do a specific episode you can't just do a show so okay. um so i you know had to and put together the episodes that i liked but i am very excited about that so that's that such a good idea over thank you leon that's yeah. a great idea yeah. so yeah, what's but, next now that so, you've learned this new skill <laughs> i mean new skills it's unbelievable <laughs> so here's what's next this is going out to the satellite sisterhood um I want to put together a Spotify playlist of the top 25 fan favorite Satellite Sisters episodes. Oh, what that a wonderful is a idea. idea. Right? I mean, got to do that, particularly for the end of the year. People listening, you know, over Thanksgiving or on a holiday drive, they can just hit that playlist and boom, 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 just listen to one after another. So I am going to uh, post a prompt over in the Facebook group, your favorite episode. I know there are a couple that are going to come to the top. We know that that's great. But if you mm -hmm. want to dig deep into the catalog and give us the time or even the actual link over at the Facebook group, that would be great. And I can find them all and then arrange them in a Spotify playlist for top 25 fan fave satellite sisters episodes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it's huge. I know. That is huge. I always see how shocked I was on the production call yesterday. She's <laughs> coming up with all this new stuff. <laughs> well, this last, this lasts for like two weeks after the conference. And then we're just going to go back to our pre-conference inertia, but but it, but it really plays right into what I wanted to mention next, Leon, which is that people, we have supply chain solutions here at Satellite Sisters. <laughs> now, I know you keep hearing about the supply chain totally broken down. Well, one thing that has not broken down is that you can easily and for free send your Satellite Sisters a link to any episode we've ever made, right? It's free and they are not stuck offshore in any way. So if you listen <laughs> on an app, just go to that app. There's always a share button. If you're listening to an episode that you think is fun, instead of just pestering your friends that they should listen to Satellite Sisters, just send them an episode. They'll enjoy it. Or when this when the Spotify playlist of like all time greatest hits is ready, yeah. maybe that's the one to circulate around. That's the perfect uh, Satellite Sisters uh, holiday gift. So anyway, su supply, chain, supply chain solution number one. Send your satellite sisters a link to an episode, free gift. There you go. Supply chain solution number two, 
get your orders in now to our store. We always forget to mention we that we have we have a Satellite Sister shop. There's all kinds of good stuff in there. You can get Satellite Sisters logo materials. You can get, you know, for the people that really want the Cooking with Liz apron that just says peace and sauce, that's in there. There's all kinds of really fun stuff in the Satellite Sister store. So we will put a link to that in the show notes. We'll scatter it around everywhere um, in, the, uh, in our social media platforms and we'll make sure it's on the website it's basically cafepress.com slash satellite sisters and go directly to our shop don't don't get stuck in the regular cafe press that's not the same thing at all (laughs) so there you go supply chain solved we got you covered okay uh that's it for this week a big thanks to our engineers Thank you, Sergio. We miss seeing you, but thanks for all the work you do. Our graphic designer is Emily Loudermilk. She always puts together really fun graphics after every show. If you want to see Emily's graphics, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Sat Sisters. A big thanks to our advertisers. Thanks for supporting women's voices on the air and for supporting Satellite Sisters in particular. And thank you so much to our um, listeners, you, Satellite Sisters and Misters who support these advertisers. It really does make a huge difference and we appreciate that. Um, All right, sisters, time for our to-do list. I I feel like Halloween has snuck up on me just because we've been busy here in October, but it is uh, Sunday night. So, you know, I normally dress up like a witch. Mm -hmm. I do a witch's house. It's very exciting to me. Get a lot of candy, like to make a big deal out of it. Last year, of course, because of COVID, it was canceled. We weren't handing out candy. So this year I actually had to buy a new witch's hat um, because my old one was looking, (laughs) my old one was looking a little ragged. Um, But then I realized "Hmm, there's going to be a lot of kids coming to my door who are not vaccinated. And so I should probably just wear a mask and give out the candy. So I think that's what I'm going to do this year. I'm going to make it festive. I'm going to make the house look good, but I want to assure parents and kids that I'm taking their health seriously. So that's going to, I'm going to just wear a mask and figure out a candy distribution system. That seems, uh, seems good. What do you guys think? All right. right. Yeah. Strategy. Okay. Okay. Well, tops on my to-do list is of course, zucchini. Um, I better get on that zucchini if I have to start cooking it like now. I don't know. And and I saw I saw Stanley on Instagram the other day talking about what size the zucchini needs to be. So it's more complicated than you think, sisters. So uh, zucchini, top on my list. Okay, that will keep her busy. Okay. <laughs> All right. For me, Julie, that is someone who's never thought about zucchini. I know. Her life. Never. I if, know. Never. If it's a surprise to her that the size of the zucchini matters, yeah. it says it all. <laughs> Okay. All right. Learning, Leon. It's all, all right. about the learning. We support you, Liz. We support you. Okay. It's for me, my to-do is it's Tuesday around noontime here in Dallas, and I have not opened the bag of Halloween candy yet. Excellent. So I have I have a long week in front of me. <laughs> Good luck with that. Okay. That's tough. That's, Namaste. That's my, that's my to-do. Okay. Namaste. All right. We're the Satellite Sisters. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks to my friend Liz, who's been quiet as a mouse back there on the couch. (laughs) But good to have a studio audience. Uh, And don't forget, call your Satellite Sisters.